Hey, be bold, be fearless, yo. Be more. We are back live again for another episode of Part of My Bullshit Podcast. This is your boy, Geechee Luciano. Across from me, we got... Your southern cousin, DJ Remy Hendrix. To my left, we have... The truth, man. Hey, man, we back for another week, man. How y'all been, man? I feel like I ain't seen y'all in about two weeks, man. Where you been? You been, you been uh, world yeah, listen, I asked y'all the question. This ain't about, <laughs> oh, this ain't, this ain't about where, me. Where we been? You know where we been. We been at work. You know, we've we been in the United States. We've been doing the same <laughs> exactly. old, same old. You know, where, where have you been? You were in the tropics. Man, yeah. You, just, you was out yeah, there. Yeah, I was gone, man. I had, a, I had a beautiful time, man. Beautiful people, beautiful food. Saw my families while I was out there, so that was a good time. Blue water, you saw blue water. A lot of blue water, yeah. a lot of a lot of. Man, I hit a. Um, we were at a beach and they had black sand, which was dope. That was my first time seeing black, like the volcanic sand. It's on a, uh, the Pacific let, coast. Yeah, on the Pacific yeah, side. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Oh, all right. Yeah, that was pretty dope. dope. So, a lot of good food, man. I my stomach was together. And I, it ain't mess up on my way back home and nothing mm. like that. So, you know, it was real good, That's man. Good. That's you know good. I brought a whole bunch of stuff back for my family. Like, man, they loaded me up with stuff to bring home. So. Outside of that, man, it was a good time. I'm glad to be back. You know what I'm saying? I've been ready to get on the mic. So, we here. Did you have some things on your chest? Huh? You got something on your chest? Nah, man. Nah, not We got the Duce yeah, flowing, was, man. You know, it's, it's all good. We need to sponsor some check from Duce one day, possibly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all day. We're going to get the Duce check. We're going to get the title check. Sean Carter, we coming for you. Yeah, yeah, we coming. By the way, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by no goddamn body. We looking for goddamn sponsors right now. All day, man. Every day. Yeah. Pick us up. So how, was y'all, how was y'all week last week? Week was pretty good, man. It's just like taking care of business as always. Man, right? I, I got I got sick on Tuesday, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what it was. I woke up, got a head cold or something. I don't. Just couldn't go to work, man. But I'm here. I'm back. You got you a know? bad batch of that. Uh, hey, man. Look, man. It's, I was, <laughs> you know, Monday was was kind of long, man. Putting their face down and <laughs> can't be touching hey, down everywhere, dog. Yeah, was a stomach sickness. <laughs> no, nah, I had a head cold. You know, oh, okay. how you, yeah. congestion, yeah. man. Head cold. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah, it hits you every once in a while, you man. Went to the head doctor. <laughs> nah, I ain't. I, <laughs> That term is so ambiguous. <laughs> Y'all so stupid. Oh, man, that's crazy. Well, yeah, definitely glad to be back. You know, so this, like I said, this is another episode. We back. Part of my bullshit podcast. We're here on episode four. We would definitely want to thank everybody for listening, rating, subscribing. We've been getting a lot of social media interaction with everybody. So thank you for that. Let's keep it going. We're going to keep flooding y'all with content. Well, that being said, let's jump into topics, man. What, what's going on this week? Yeah, man, there was something I wanted to talk about a couple of weeks ago. We didn't get a chance to get to it. Um, and it's something I feel like is very important because it affects so many people and it's something that's so heavily ingrained into society. It was that that uh, cyber attack that happened on Equifax. You know, Equifax is one of the major credit organizations that takes everybody's data, holds that shit in prison and then charges you to look at your data. You know, so what happened was pretty much had a cyber attack. There was over one hundred and forty three million people who whose information was potentially compromised. Yeah, and I'm not talking about information. I'm talking about social security numbers, birth dates, addresses. They said in some cases, driver license numbers, credit card information and shit like that. So and the crazy thing is, is they knew about it, but it took them so long to release the information. And what's in- interesting is there were some executives within the organization that actually after they, they're saying after they found about it, they actually sold shares of their stock. That's insane. Before they actually released the information to the public that your shit could have been breached. Right. So what do you, what do y'all think about that? I mean, that's crazy. I'm, I'm not even surprised. You know what I mean? That's just how business goes. <laughs> they they're gonna set themselves up to put themselves in an even better situation than when they were actually, um, you know, than when they were holding their shares because they knew what time it was. They knew once they released it, stock was gonna drop. You know, once it actually starts affecting us, and we and we start learning about it. So at the end of the day, I mean, it's unethical, but. No surprise. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's unethical, yeah. But at the same time, I can't even sit here and tell you that I wouldn't do the same thing, man. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if I know something is going wrong before somebody else and I take action before them because I know that information before them, is it is it wrong of me? Is it unethical of me to take that action? You know, I, I can only do but so much. But yeah, I mean, it, it is bad because it affects so many people. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but... We've had the situation before, you know, you got your Enron, your WorldComs, where executives have done things like this. But then going back to the company, knowing about it beforehand, well, of course. I mean, that's that's why they tried to sweep it under the rug and they're really trying to find a solution and, and to make it as less of an, uh, a uh, negative effect as possible. But right. at the end of the day, 
hackers are out there. They're still out there. They're in the system. What you gonna do about it? Well, it's it's criminally like it's illegal. It's it, the, the it true is. definition of insider trading. Like yeah. you knowing some shit before everybody else. So look, let me protect my money. Let me let me share these these sales. Let me dump this off on other people before you know, just in case you know, protect myself so I won't lose money. Or if I know some information before everybody else, so I'm gonna put myself in a situation to make money. In regards to the stock market and like financial exchanges, and, and you know, I feel like that would have been valid a couple of years ago. Yeah, but when you look at our president. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all rules. Anything goes now. You know what I mean? But, Anything goes. So I, I'm not surprised. And you, and you also got to think of business, too. I mean, it's criminal to be secret, right? But also your your best probably advantage is is to be secretive, to not let your, your competitors know, you know, what's in the bag. Yeah, and, and that's just... That's just facts. I mean, it's a gift and a curse, but yeah. it depends on how you look at it and, and how, how uh, things work out. Well, like that's one take, but I think the overall problem is the fact of credit agencies in general. Like, you think about it. Like, My shit got stolen. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? That's like, the problem. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> these people, they're collecting all your information. And like, you can't purchase a car, you can't lease a car, yeah. you can't rent an apartment, you can't, can't, you can't purchase and, a home. And there's not enough letters in the world that you get from these people to justify. At the end of the day, when they pull your credit, when you go apply for something, they're going to look at it and say, uh, you know what I'm saying? Your, your scores is in the force. <laughs> go, go back home and there's no amount of, you can't just call Equifax or whatever and say hey guys uh, you know somebody stole my identity during the breach can you can you hold on speak to this loan officer for me they're going to hang up the phone they're not even going to entertain that so. and, and the crazy thing about that situation is the fact that there was actually a guy that set up a fake website I think it was called like uh, EquifaxSecurity2017.com it was something it was something long it sounds like some bullshit right but. so the, luckily enough the dude created the, on it though. I know right <laughs> luckily enough he created the fake website just to um, educate people but you know in, in the the actual the uh Official Twitter account actually, you know, tweeted out this this fucking the Equifax official Twitter tweeted this yes, fake page. The Equifax uh, official Twitter account he tweeted out this fake website like on three different occasions, you know, and it was it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And the fact the dude like when people reach out to do, he said, look, I created this just to educate people on how easy it is, you know, to fish people's information, and it's, and I so I relay that back to Equifax. Like, why didn't you do your due diligence even on this? Even after this breach was like scared, was but still Look, looking like, out, why? looking out for themselves. They don't care about the people. It's all about the money flowing in. That's it. That's that's why those executives went ahead and, and committed inside of trading and doing all that. Man, it goes back to the bread. But we also don't live in a time where people are actually looking into facts. Like the people that are working at Equifax, they probably saw the website and like you said, they just start tweeting out because it looked real. Yeah. Instead of doing the due diligence to Excuse actually me. click the link themselves yeah. to see what time it was. So you're sending out information to you know all your followers yeah. and it's bullshit. How does that make you look yeah. as an organization? You know? Crazy. Now they did have an actual website. So you can you could go on there and you can just, you know, type it in and see if your stuff was was um uh, compromise. Uh-huh, yeah. So you did have that, but it's it's interesting the fact that okay, you did have this. Now, I don't know if that website was created in response to this fake website that was out, but it's just crazy that you could go in there and then at, by this time they they eventually did offer. I think you free credit the monitoring shit? credit monitoring so, for like uh, one or, year or, or some or shit. Aren't a lot of us already on that from like a previous yeah, um, yeah. hacker? I don't, I don't trust none of this. Probably shit. yeah, because I know I know when OPM got hacked, I think um they everybody that I guess yeah they had the little mm-hmm. yeah they had the credit monitoring for. With the next year or two like that, but uh, nah, OPM is my the Office of Personnel Management. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't yeah. trust none of this shit. It don't matter how many people they say uh, information got released, man. My information is out there. Like, how can I believe something from somebody who is blatantly lying to me? Right. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just I feel like these like these major organizations. I feel like they just take advantage too oh, much yeah. of just a common man. And, Money. And, and it's crazy. Like they they use situations in order you know to get and it, they're like. And even though they're not the financial firms, credit goes hand in hand with financial oh, firms. So it kind of goes back to like this too big to fail syndrome almost in one case. So anyway, in in, in regards to that. Dropping the facts, man. You, you, I, I appreciate it, man. No you, problem. You dropping yeah. the facts today, man. <laughs> you got other other uh, organizations. In this case, you have a nonprofit organization that uh, has, a, has a purpose, you know. They have a purpose to help people, those in need, helping catastrophic situations and stuff like that. You got the American Red Cross, right? So, uh, you know, we, you, the last couple of episodes, you heard us talk about the hurricanes. We won't yeah. go too much in depth in that again. But, however, American Red Cross went down to Houston, got all these people's money, and they said, okay, we're going to give every family that was affected by this hurricane $400. Mm-hmm. What is $400, though? How did wow. they even come up with that number? 
That's what I'm wondering. Hey, man. Probably, they probably based it on the <laughs> amount of money that was collected or they was willing to give up and divide it by the, the projected number of amount of families that was in the area that could be potentially be affected. And so, we, okay, For plus, that. and that's excluding, like, uh, administrative costs and bonus checks but and bullshit I, like that. I, I feel like I read a I read an article recently where they said the majority of the money that Red Cross collects, they use it on the salaries and those administrative costs that the organization yeah. has. Like, only a, a small percentage of the money actually ends up going to victims. So when you hear $400, I mean, it makes sense. You know, how long has the Red Cross been around for? It? They've been collecting money. They're at the <laughs> forefront of every catastrophic event. And four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Four hundred. So my card note is is more. Man, you know what I, mean? I, you know what I mean? pay. So, yeah, yeah. I pay more. <laughs> so, so that's the thing, right? You know, and they can't even give people that. They're they're they're, they're claiming that it's the their servers broke down. It was too many people calling the, the organization. It's too, too many, many people, people calling the Red Cross. Too many people uh, the, logging in online and trying to re- register for the actual fund. So they said their servers crashed. So they said, yeah. and this is at, during the time that this podcast is being recorded, you know by the way. But still, it's like, you like got, what's up? You got you got to think about this though. Crisis hasn't just started happening. They've Yesterday, been, yeah. yeah, they've been exactly. doing this stuff every year, every day, like. Come like, on, I, like on. you're one of the biggest organizations like out there, especially for nonprofits, yeah. is helping for you know crisis situations. I refuse to believe that your servers aren't up to par. Yeah. Like your IT systems yeah, I'm just, aren't up to I'm par. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying four hundred, yo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know it's funny. Like you always hear about anytime it's something important, it's oh our servers crash, blah blah blah. The nah. network was, yo. Anytime I log into xvideos.com, <laughs> the servers are always up and running. Baby, yeah. hey, the servers are never down. Hey, yo, the man. servers are never down. No more. So if they... <laughs> no more do you say for you, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all know it's true. It reminds <laughs> me of like Pandora and stuff. Like, why is it the commercials come clear as hell? X, you know X what I'm saying? But the damn, it, depending on your uh, your satellite or Sign connection or whatever, your shit, your music be chopped sure, up. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Commercial come in. Yeah. This is provided by so I've never logged into X videos and enjoy say, you know, down for maintenance. Hey, they got, we need like the porn websites to come do IT for Thank some you. of these major yeah. organizations because yeah. that that's real. That 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 be, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, real. Bang, Identity, yeah. you ain't gotta worry about none of that. Yeah, man. Bang Bros always up and running. But on the real, like, what's crazy is like they're known for this. Like I said, the history of questionable behavior. You know, like the, the um, hurricane that happened in Haiti, uh, not four hundred. <laughs> not too much. Some years ago, right? Hurricane happened in Haiti. All these people were affected. A lot of, you know, millions of dollars of damage and stuff like that, right? They collected half a billion dollars for that. And they said, well, yeah, well this, this money went towards in helping to build homes and repairing homes and all this other bullshit, right? They said that it was like an investigation involving this situation. They only built six homes. Six. Six, like, that's permanent that, homes for families. Six. Out of that. So, we're like, where did the rest of the money come from? It comes to stuff like that. Like... Send us up my pocket somewhere at the end of the day. I mean, we know what time it was. I remember, remember back when the Hurricane Haiti stuff happened with the whole Wycliffe thing. Remember, yeah. uh, he's, they said he stole a bunch of money. Remember, he was asking everybody to text, like, what was it like? It was like text 444 to, like, Yele or Wele. Or remember mm-hmm. all that? Like, I mean, man, these people, a lot of them come out in time of need, and they they see a way they can capitalize, and they do it, man. That's terrible. And it's unfortunate. Terrible. It's really unfortunate. You, know, you got people... Like struggling for their life. Yeah. So I, I know. On. I think that you know during this hurricane in in, uh, in Houston, you know, you had a lot of celebrities starting their own, and you know, they I see that um, who, who what's that football player for the for the Texans? Um, JJ Watt. JJ yeah, Watt. Yeah. yeah, he started something. He Trade the Truth had a um mm-hmm. uh, organization that he started. And he actually was going around on boats and like saving people. Saving people. Like yeah. I could actually see that work. Tim, Tim Duncan was out the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands. 20, out like yeah. 20, what's a twenty? Twenty thousand pounds of food. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could, I could actually and, and see more, that. You yeah. know, probably more. I could see that work. But Red Cross, unfortunately, I mean, I don't. You know. I, I don't see it. And you hear these stories, you hear these stories, and now people, I think it's our responsibility now to say, hey, you know what? Fuck the Red Cross. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's actually send you, them you go to, make the work let's happen. Let's go make the yeah. work happen. Ourselves. Like, like yeah. me personally, I got friends down there in Houston. I got a friend that was actually stranded in California during the time and couldn't get back. You wow. know, their whole apartment was just like trashed, okay. you know, from the flood and, and stuff like that. So it was just like me. I gave money personally to people that I knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, I don't want my money funneled through Red Cross no, and real. other organizations real, because yeah. it's just like, and it's, it's 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 sad that it should be like that. But it's like, look, at least I know where my money is going. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to spend it. But look, look, this is 
from the bottom of my heart. I can't give you much, but I can give you some. I know yeah. where the money is going is directly to you. I know you need it. I know yeah. you're going to, you know, need, you know, to rebuild and stuff like that. So and, it's, it's a and, shame and that people have to do that. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if you are going to do the Red Cross, right, I don't, I wouldn't make it money. I would just do like clothes or something like that. Yeah. What are they going to do with my clothes? But as far as money, man, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. You know, when you hear that every dollar, and if every dollar, you know, seventy cents of it goes towards right. other things, mm-hmm. that just doesn't make sense for me. That's not good math, and at the end of the day, I'm just not, I'm not willing to do it. Yeah, I don't think it's a sad thing that you gave to the people you know. I mean, that's yeah. what you should start with, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, if my family is out there, I'm, I'm giving money to them first. That's yeah. what we care about, and then you build on that. If everybody did that, then more people would be helped. You know, more yeah. more people would be in a better situation than they are now, but. But see, the thing is, everybody doesn't know people like that. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That's like true. everybody's that's network is, is different. So that's why I say, like, it's kind of sad that people have to resort to doing it because it you is. have these organizations that put on this like major front, and you can't trust them enough to just give you funds and them doing the right thing with the money that they're giving. What's what's up with this world, man? Why everybody fronting, man? What's we got individuals, companies, you got executives out here. What's why is everybody but, but, fronting? What's up with these nonprofit organizations front? Man, like, for instance, like. Some of these nonprofit organizations, they like put themselves in front of situations and like making like Peter. this 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 fake drama for no reason just to get like acknowledgement and to be known. Like for instance, you, you mentioned Peter. Like, did y'all see this this situation that happened with like Gucci? Man, right down on Gucci. That joke was hilarious. So like Gucci man, apparently, you know, he dropped an autobiography, right? He was in Barnes and Noble. And uh, you know, you know, signing autographs and like talking to his fans and stuff. The real, the real Gucci man. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. one dude like ran up on him. Right, apparently he was a fan. He was saying something along the lines of, uh, "You got, you got the video, or you want me?" Oh, to- I didn't even pull it up, but oh. the, the fool ran. I, I'll finish off for you. The fool ran down on him. It was like Gucci. I heard you about to be vegan. And then Gucci was looking at him like, "What?" And he was like, "Man, but you can't do it unless you stop wearing fur." And he pulled out like that shirt that said, "Like yeah. no." No, like no animals. Or yeah, animal like abuser that. or something yeah. like that. Animal shame. And then somebody yeah. else jumped out and it was like, Gucci Man's an animal abuser. And like the security guard just rushed him away and Gucci Man's and make smile like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, what's funny thing is, it's just like. They wouldn't walk up on Gucci in the street though. Well, exactly. well you see how far the dude stood on, when he dapped him up. Like yeah. he stood yeah. back like. That, that wasn't even enough. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was so much space between him and Gucci. Like, yeah. you know what time it was. Like, <laughs> 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 he dapped him up from like yeah. four feet away. He was like, what up, dog? He said, let me think about it. Gucci crazy for real. Man, they say like his like was was real serious. They say that dude's response, man. They said like only thing he could say was burr. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all got me out of the way, man. I was I almost fell out my chair. That's all he said. Burr. Like, it's crazy, man. Like I do look crazy. I, so icy, so no lucky. With that Gucci, <laughs> Louis, no. I'm just I'm just tired of people doing that kind of stuff in general. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these Peter people, they just going out their way. Remember they was they was they was at Mike Vick's neck, bruh. Neck. And that man in jail for two years off of that stuff, but that's a, that's a whole other story. Yes. But I know it's just like all this drama that's going on in the world. I feel like we need we need to talk about it, man. Speaking of drama, man, I don't like uh, drama at all, but I, but I know. But we gotta talk. We about gotta it, talk man. about it, man. You know y'all's favorite comedian, Mister Sixty Three Million a Year. How many a year? It's like Mister Kevin Hart. He's short. Man. Heartbeat. Chocolate drop. What's up with Ch- dude? Chocolate bro? drop. Man. You know what I'm saying, Mister Husbands of Hollywood. Like yo. I like, give him a smooth sixteen the, what, right what, now. So, so what's what's the situation like? What's what's going on like with him and his side piece <laughs> wife? Like, y'all, y'all got the background on that? Like, I mean, I mean, I was overseas when this all happened. So, you know, I'm one night I'm just laying, I'm seeing on my Twitter, I see Instagram, and uh, your man Kevin Hart drops a video like apologizing for something. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, this is a joke. And he's talking about, you know, he has a target on his back. And, you know, he's made some mistakes and he needs to apologize, blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching. I'm like, man, this ain't real. Like, he just he just joking around. And then within a couple hours, we come to find out that he's being extorted. Apparently, during uh, his wife's birthday weekend, he was, in, I think it was in Vegas. But uh, he ended up cheating on his wife with a with a, a dancer. Well, later on, she came out and said she's like an artist or whatever. Whatever that means, because everybody's an artist these days, right? She's a bottle girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> apparently there's a sex tape out there with him and her. And you could clearly see him um, in the video. And she basically supposedly came at him wanting like a large amount of money. I've, I've heard numbers from $2 million to $5 million to even $30 million. So Kevin Hart decided what he said. He's just going to get in front of it and just come out and say what he did. You know what I mean? Apologize to his fans. Apologize to his wife. And basically said, I'm not going to let somebody capitalize off of one of my mistakes. So that's how... It all started, and of course, like anything else, Twitter drug him to pieces, and uh, a lot of memes. Black Twitter is undefeated, by the way. Yeah, it's undefeated. You know, at the end of the day, man, it's just so many. It's just so much wrong with 
that whole situation. There's, there's so many angles, right? Like, it's, let's it's, let's start with the fact that he cheated. Start with the fact that he cheated, but on the worst weekend at that, this fool cheated on his wife's birthday. Birthday. You know, it what was I mean? her birthday. Yeah, it was her birthday weekend. So the story says yeah. it was her birthday. But my thing is like this too. Like, should I feel sorry for her? She was the side piece to his, his previous. Oh my, I don't oh feel sorry for her. That's the thing. I oh. don't. You you accept. You know what you walked into, right? Ooh. You got your husband because he was cheating on his wife with yeah. you. So you. She was the opportunist, basically. You know what I mean? So you kind of you already know what might be coming your way when you sign up for that type of relationship. But wrong is wrong, though. So I know my man got someone in chance. Oh, yeah. We're talking about it. So Yo, wrong is wrong. still wrong. So yeah, like. I, I thought I just thought about that when y'all were saying he cheated on his ex-wife with his current wife, and now I'm cheating on his current wife with some other joint. And I'm like, man, this sounds like Steve Harvey. <laughs> and, and like I'm like, what's up with these comedians, man? And then and then Kevin, but I mean, there's just there's just so much wrong with. Them. I mean, is is his wife pregnant? Yeah, pregnant. yeah, yeah. Man, I, look, man, I don't know. I, <laughs> Y'all, the video, the nigga came on a video. The first thing he said was, um. So I watched that. It was fake. No, <laughs> no, nah, phony ass video, yeah, by the way. I watched that and I was like, okay, he lying already. He pretended nah, his money. Nah, what yo, is the phone, phony as shit, though. Yeah, right. no, it was. It was. How are you going to go have a video? Uh, first of all, he didn't need to apologize to everybody. No. All right, that's that's a personal apology you have between you and your woman and your family. That's apologizing to everybody. All those people giving him shit about what he did and everything. That That's uncalled for, yeah, because he did do something wrong, but he doesn't owe the public anything. He owes it to his wife, to well, his children. I'm going to tell you why he did it. Not, but but no, I, I don't know if I all the way agree with that because at the end of the day, we're the ones that elevate him to the platform that he's on. You yeah. know what I mean? So he... Not me personally, but I can see where his <laughs> I, I, fans, I was. I was about to say because you know, if I was caught, I was. I'd be like, look, y'all, yeah. fuck y'all. Yeah, this. not me personally, but I can see right. where as you know, as an artist that a comedian that's so big as he is, he does owe his fans because they're the ones that look at him like he's such a great guy, and we support him for everything that he does. But we already knew he wasn't shit. But see, this but a lot of people don't know that because you got to think about it. Kevin Hart started off kind of with just us as black people. He's elevated himself now to all people, so you know we know a little bit more about him. Whereas, like, the masses might not, especially, like, the, the white people that he does a lot of business with. So that's who that apology was for. Yeah, I, I don't think he owes anybody anything. However, I do think it was a smart business decision. Mm-hmm. Like, I was reading, like, Charlemagne's book, um, Black Privilege, by the way. It's a good book. Interesting, right? You know, it's autobiography. talks about his life story. But one of the things he says in that book is, like, live your truth. And he was talking about that situation when the guys met up uh, met up. With him like early in the morning yeah. trying to whoop yeah, his ass. Yeah, and them people that rang down on him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who. <laughs> it's a funny situation, right? So he immediately Can't ran. Get drop. Yeah, yeah. He, he immediately ran down to the radio station and talked about him. He was saying like, "Don't try to hide who you are. Like, live your truth." And like when situations like that occur, like jump out in front of it and let things happen. I think it's from a public relations standpoint. That's why he did it because the lady was already trying to like expose him already trying to extort him get this money so like, look i ain't paying this chick shit so look i'm gonna come out here and look i told y'all like i apologize to my wife i apologize to my family it was a mistake it happened and look i'm gonna I'm jump out in front of this before it ruins my my brand and my image now me i'm not kevin hart so like from our perspectives as like regular guys like i wouldn't give a shit i wouldn't do no shit like that people probably wouldn't even care wouldn't even wouldn't even listen because right. you know we're, we're, we're not notable but however in his if we're somebody of his uh, notoriety, of his magnitude, like this is this major bucks right here. He has a major image. Like, he's a walking corporation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like you have to like manage your public relations appeal when it comes to situations like that. So of course Twitter is is, is you know beasting, getting on them and stuff like that. But he's he got like you know he probably has like. Uh, all types of like sponsors Nike, and, I mean, and stuff a, like that. He's signed to Nike and he's a comedian. You know what I mean? Like he has to do what he has to do to secure and maintain the relationships that he's in. But I mean, the apology was bullshit. The nigga said he has a, what do you say? I have a, I have a target on my back or something like that. It's like, dog. No, that's trash. Yeah, I, it's I, trash. You're trying to play the victim. Play the yeah. victim, dog. You, you're the one that cheated on your you, partner. You're the one that caused all this to happen. Yeah, so, so it's there, like, there is no target on your back. He's like, you know, target on my back and, you know, people are, Ultimately, people are trying to put me in situations where I can make these mistakes. You put yourself in the situation. Why don't we just talk about that? Yo, he went out here, he had sex with this woman, or did whatever he wanted to do, and then she charged his ass. That. And and even with that, you know, like, if, you, if you watch the video, if you watch the video, <laughs> Joint like, must have been waterfall, man. Like, no million dollars. <laughs> yeah, nah, ain't no million dollar pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's high. Man. I don't know whoever told her to, to grab that number, man. She got a. <laughs> I can understand a mill. I think Kevin probably would have paid the mill. But Prove when you start it. talking about five. Prove it. 
I mean, sh- I don't no, know. I can't no. prove it. But he make how much he made last year? Sixty. Kevin would get clown for the rest of his life <laughs> for paying. But like, we, now, we if he got a pregnant, it's a different story. We wouldn't know though. We wouldn't know. Yeah. That's the thing. You know what I mean? I'm sure a lot of stuff like this happens all the time, but we don't know about it. Yeah. He's the one that took it public. Yeah. So that that tells me, oh shit, this isn't new. Women extort men all the time. Exactly. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. And, she really getting this yeah, man out of the way. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're the Crazy. ones that we're the ones that allowed that. Like rea- all this reality TV stuff and all these people getting rich off of you know being X and Y Z side chick or main chick or baby mama like we're the ones that are putting these people in a position where they could extort niggas like mm-hmm. I'm not justifying what he did and I'm just not saying that he was um, right all I'm saying is that we're allowing this shit to happen like all this clown stuff that happens on the internet that we like pay attention to we memes give, and shit all that yeah, shit yeah man we give so much attention to foolishness and people are in a position to do stuff like this now because of it you know what I mean you talk about extorting like back in the day when we think about extorting we think about like you know what I'm saying? Like real niggas doing real things and extorting. But we're talking about a side chick extorting like a nigga. 10, mil. 10 million? Come on, man. Come on. It's crazy. We live in a, we live in a crazy society. And Talk like, about know your worth. Like, who the hell lied to her? I don't know. Uh, Yo, he might come out of his pocket for you. Uh, I think, like I said, I think a mill, he probably would have did it. And she got that, that thought uh, lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Lisa, Lisa Bloom. Lisa Bloom. Yeah, Lisa Fuck Bloom, out of here, man. bro. Like, you already know, like, she disingenuous. Right. You know, she hiring that lawyer. Man, that lawyer, bro. Yeah, she's <laughs> like the certified thought lawyer. Just the whole, the whole, like, the whole video that he put up was just was just bullshit. You know what I, I mean? I know, like, I know a, a couple more thoughts that need her as a lawyer. Though, so. Oh man, <laughs> some male thoughts. Yeah, yeah. The whole, like you said, like he tried to he tried to flip it and make it make it seem like he was the victim. I think that's kind of what blew me the most out of that whole situation. When I'm watching the video, I'm just like, this isn't genuine whatsoever. I know during the video, I actually watched it. Fake and like, tears and shit. Yeah, at some point, like his like the girls, like one of the girls' friends had like called on like FaceTime mm-hmm. and he was asking her like, I think he said something like, you know, how was your trip or how was your night or something like that. To me, that leads me to believe that this just what this just wasn't a one time thing. Mm-hmm. Like he had a relationship enough with this woman oh, where yeah? her friends, yeah, her friends was able to call her and talk to him. You know what I'm saying? So that that makes it that makes mm-hmm. changes the whole situation. Like you know, as as his wife, this man had a whole other life. Yes, what I'm saying like out here had, living. Yeah, like this was a to me. But like just but, from that, it seemed like it was a continuous relationship. And as his wife, it's like, okay, is it easier to walk away when it was was it one time or was it multiple times? Like, is she gonna leave? Y'all think she's gonna leave? That's a lot of money, man. That's, that's I've I've seen women stay does when, he, when it. He, I mean, does he have one of those marriage agreements, uh, the nuptial prenuptials. Yeah, or whatever. does he have one of those? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but even still, I mean, would she be a hypocrite? Because I mean, she met him by cheating. So would she be a hypocrite if she said, "Man, nah, I'm, I'm out"? It, it that that to me that doesn't even matter. I mean, if I mean, if the question is, do you think she'll stay? The the thing is that is most I guess important to me is that it's the money. Like if she stays, it's because of the money. I mean, look, Gabrielle Union stayed doing way. Yeah, she loves. This nigga him. had a whole baby. A whole baby. Not, not you know. Wilding. <laughs> Don't forget about Paul George. Uh, yeah, well, we—I I just didn't get to him yet. But you, <laughs> but you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy because it's like, I mean, even Kobe. I mean, she's, Kobe. She's, Kobe came out with the real tears, man. On you know, in the interview and everything. Like, it takes you can't leave the black mama because. But as the woman, like that takes a whole lot. Yeah. And I'm not saying that women should do this. So don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But if your husband cheats on you. And publicly like that, if he's a public figure, and you hold it together somehow, some way, you like, you strong as shit. strong as hell. Like I can't, I I because I couldn't public shaming, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. You, know you gotta I mean? so, you gotta walk around the rest of your life basically if you stay with this person, and and people are literally gonna be saying all types of shit about yeah. you. And Black Twitter is undefeated. Like you know, Kobe's wife, yeah, she's bad as hell, but they still. Refer back to that situation, yeah, man. But well, let, let shit under real like a lot of these women out here in those situations that are people, men, women that are married to notable men like that, they know what's going on. A Facts. lot of them are oh, actually yeah. choosing they, to live this comfortable life versus like, look, I can either get a broke dude that's gonna cheat on me or I get me a rich dude that's gonna cheat on me. And some of them actually are just like, they're not made it be comfortable, but that's is, is accepting. It. Yo, you out here, oh niggas ain't shit. No, but, but, no, I ain't, no, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying. My my thing is it, it takes two things to tango. Like my uh, thing is just uh, like uh, uh, you know what I'm saying. Like it's a lot of chicks that like they accept it. You know what I'm saying. Like you know, a lot of girls that don't even care as long as you taking care of them. And and you know and I agree with you on that. I feel like everybody knows the person that they're dating, right? So yeah. if if I'm 
a woman and I go ahead and I marry a dude that I know that's been out in these streets running around pause. and he doesn't seem pause that he doesn't seem like he's going to slow it down. You kind of, I feel like you're accepting what might happen. Yeah. But I think the important piece of that is don't embarrass me. You know what I mean? That's, that's real. No, don't, that's don't embarrass don't me. Don't disrespect yeah. me. Don't embarrass don't, me. Don't have me in public looking crazy. And Kevin Hart with the whole sex tape situation had her crazy. in public looking crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like you're right. They might accept it. They're like, okay, well, you know, my man, my man is around the most desirable woman in the world. He has a lot of money. He's on the road a lot. I'm, once again, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just giving reality. It's kind of like tunnel vision for them, man. They just, oh, he's keeping me happy. He's giving me what I want. I'm good. You and I mean? it's just don't embarrass me. And yeah. in these situations, she, she's, I don't even know what her name is, but she's walking around with egg on her face. You know, she's walking <laughs> yeah, around. She we, Kobe's wife, she was walking around with an egg on her face. And walking around with a $4 million ring on her yeah. head, too. Boy, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Shit, money cures pain to some people, bro. You never know. That's, that's anyway, what I'm saying. man, like, it's crazy you know, relationships these days, man. You know, uh, why do you think so many relationships just, like, Ooh. fall apart? We getting into hot topics now. Yeah, man, like, you know. For the celebrities or in real life? Just in, in real life in general. Like, I mean, this is, that, of course, that's on the, you know, reality <laughs> TV celebrity status. But yeah. just, like, we're going to bring it back down to, like, just real life. So why do you think, like... What's going on? It's just like it's just like man versus woman, and just like all this. I, I think I think one of the biggest uh, failures is like communication. You know what I mean? Like if you as a man you're out here desiring other women, uh, I don't know if, it's, if you're are you lacking something in your relationship, or are you Ooh. missing something? You know what I mean? Like are you communicating your wants to to your to your girlfriend or your wife or whatever the case may be? You know what I mean? Like if you're out here wanting to be with other women, shit, your wife might be too. So you might you know what I'm saying? Like you does something right, you might want to lay on the table, but you know, if there's things that are lacking in your relationship, whether it's um, speak up. You know, if you 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 dating a girl that's born, you want to go out more, or you dating a woman that don't have any ambition or any drive. Like, I think you have to communicate these things. I think a lot of people are just in relationships just to be in them, and they're afraid to have tough conversations and hard conversations. And at the end of the day, you know, if you I, I don't know why I keep saying the end of the day, I hate that shit so much. This at is at the end of the day, but man. But reality is, this is real. It's, you know? Yeah, it's, it's reality real. is, you know, if, if there's something that you're missing or lacking in your relationship, man, you really got to sit down with your partner and speak about it you can't be afraid to have these tough conversations because you're going to act on it regardless mm -hmm. right you know what i mean you're going to act on it. you're going to find a way you're going to get caught slipping one night and you end up somewhere you don't need to be all because you know you didn't you weren't able to express it to your wife that you, or your girl that you missing something that you lacking something and then one of the most important things you said was you know just going back to everything that you spoke on right there you said that people get comfortable in, in their situations and and they don't want to they're they're too afraid to to reach for everything that they want. I mean, it, it goes back to the communication. But at the end of the day, oh, at the end of the day, at the <laughs> same time, people do settle. You know, because life is hard. You know, you're stressing. It's better to have two incomes than one, right? Perhaps. You know, it, it's it's better to have that consistent person you can go home and cuddle with and lay up with that everybody's talking about. Hey, I need a cuddle buddy, or you yeah. know, let's Netflix and chill. It's, it's it's good to have that consistent person there to always comfort you, to hear your stories, but what I, to hear what your cost? pain. At what cost? Exactly. So when you get bored now, and when you realize that, damn, this person, she's here, but she doesn't fully satisfy me. Now you're now you're screwed because then now you go out and you look for those traits and other people that you desire. Facts. And then most men, you know, we make those mistakes. We, we, we act on impulse. We act on our emotions and then try to, to cover it up or fix it on the back end. Instead of just saying up front, like, yo, bae, like, you know, we, we used to date a lot. We used to go out. We used to do this and do that. We used to be freaky in the bed. What happened? Right. Or, or some, some crazy shit. You know, ne mm -hmm. you never know. Just talking about it. It's, some people may take it disrespectfully, but. I think it, that's, that's it right there. Yeah, that's well, it right there. I think sometimes we're afraid to have the conversation yeah. because we don't know how our partner is going to receive it. But look, or it, but or, fuck that. Or it could be like that you will know how your partner, you know, will yeah, receive it. So nice. like, it's like, I got this internal need or this want. It's like something I want to explore. Yeah. And he's like, damn, Charlotte, she's not down for that shit. So just like, what do I do? What, what do I do? But, but at, the, at the end of the day, man, like, I used to be like that, but it's you can't think for the other person. You you have to put it out on the table, even if yeah. if you don't know how they're going to act, or if you do know how they're going to act. At the end of the day, you don't know how they're going to act. You know, it's funny because I I can honestly say I've definitely been in that situation before yeah. in my life, and I remember, you know, when you're when you communicate to somebody that you're with, sometimes they don't hear you. They hear right. you, but they don't hear you. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're finally fed up, and it's like, yo, I've been telling you this for two three years now. 
And they're like, well, you never told me. Well, actually, I did. You know, what I, mean? yeah. I can go back in my Real. messages. You know what I mean? Real. Like, women don't listen. <laughs> Yo, nah, I mean, that's exactly. I mean, like, I mean, a lot of dudes been saying this for like so long. Oh, and, and I want you to finish what you're saying. <laughs> but basically, essentially, what you're saying is like women like to hear what they want to hear. What they want to hear, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm telling I've lived that. Let's expand it though. Pe- people, people. We're going to keep it on women, but I'm going to just say. I yeah, do, we were talking about the dudes. So yeah, we yeah. I, I do know some fellas that don't listen as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, let's, let's keep it on the. You know, for for this purpose, I would say for me because I only date women, so I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We we you you know know, we love our you know beautiful black women. Absolutely, absolutely. But I definitely can say you know I've definitely been in a situation like I said before where I've communicated what I what I want. You know, sometimes when you start dating somebody, especially at a younger age, your desires and expectations kind of morph as you start to learn yourself more. You know, as you get older in age, you're like, okay, well, I used to have an interest in X, Y, Z. Now I have an interest in A, B, C. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you you communicate them to your face is blue. But if your partner is not receptive, <laughs> you know, what do you do? You kind of backed against, you kind of backed against the wall. So at that point, you just kind of got to make a decision for your own happiness. Right. And, right. and also at the same take, right, you have to deliver it in a, in a way that they understand. Right. Because if you're with a person, you... That's the key thing. Right. right and you say something, they yeah. may not take you seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, you yeah. tell your girl, like, they, uh, you know, I, I, I wish you would suck me off a little bit more. She may look at you like... I, what are you talking about? I yeah, do do it. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. come on, but yeah. you, you want the sloppy top. You know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. You that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, like, the one, one key thing to life is you have, it's not what you say, but how you say it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, a lot Delivery. of dudes, in, the, in order to be, like, successful in communication, you got to really master the art of, you know, saying. The delivery. The delivery. You know, it's crazy. It's the conversationalist, man. man. It's like, you got to be a wordsmith, and it's just Sometimes people don't want to be wordsmiths. We just like you just want to come out and just say right, shit. Yeah. Like, look, this exactly. is this is what the fuck I'm trying to say. Right. Like, listen yeah. to me. But people are like that's insensitive. Like, yeah. and so you have to be like, damn, like it's just gonna hurt their feelings, right? Or is it gonna be like, so how do so like a lot of dudes you don't you got to that's something that guys we do need to work on need to you know work on like being like. Just better with your delivery, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? You're delivering what you're saying. Because so. that's that's how a lot of arguments happen too, right? Yeah. Because even with me, when somebody is is making me upset, I'm going to shut down emotionally. I'm going to just not listen to you. If if you're irritating me, if you're annoying me, it doesn't matter what you're saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just not going to be receptive to it. Even if you're telling me something that I should be listening to or, or something that is right. So it all goes back to that delivery, how we deliver it to them and how we say it to them. It has to be in a way that doesn't feel like we're attacking, you know, our partner. Yeah. So, so like, how do you learn that delivery? Because a lot of people just don't. Either you got it or you don't. So is that something you think you can pick that's up? It. Yo, or it, is it? Look, I, I can't. I can't teach niggas. You know how to be. You know I mean, how to grow a, up. Come man. out with a course. You know, like yeah, we we might, but like delivery you can strategy. Give, you can give everybody the blueprint, but everybody ain't gonna follow. I, it, I think so. you just learn. You just learn through experience. You yeah. know, as you get into more relationships, you kind of. You know, obviously every woman is different. Every man is different. You know what I mean? So I have requirements and the way we receive information, the way that, um, you know, we need to be spoken to to actually listen is different. But generally, you know, people want to be spoken in certain, you know, to, you know, with respect and things like that. So the more you practice, (laughs) the better you get at it at the end of the day. You know, like, I, you know, going back to what you were saying about people being comfortable and staying in happy relationships. Like, I know, I know people in my life, like I'm thinking about somebody right now that, you know, they've been in an up and down relationship, right? But they're so comfortable with this person. Like, oh, she's close. Or, you know, we've been together for X amount of years. That don't matter. It, and you're right. And I can't get through to them to really say that. I've said it all the time. Like, yo, it doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Time ain't shit. Actually, you're, time, you're losing time. As, that, it's, it's, the, it's the most valuable as, thing yeah, you have. As we get older, <laughs> we just got less and less <laughs> exactly. of it. You know what I mean? Every so, day. People are definitely out here in relationships that they hate being in just because they're comfortable. And that's so, it's so, it's mine blowing to me I, I couldn't imagine waking up every day unhappy just because i've been dating somebody for four it's, years it's, or it's, five years. it's a it's a young mentality it's an immature mentality it's crazy. and and the thing like yo i've been there but it's it's the thing of you gotta grow up i i can't even explain how to but like you say you gotta go back and, and you gotta have these experiences and you gotta have these talks and the one thing I you said, you know, have a course. The, the first thing I thought about was doing your homework. I always <laughs> would, would, would tell my friends when they would come to me uh, for advice, you know, do your homework. You know your partner the best. Absolutely. I mean, so with this person, every person 
every person is an individual. Every person is different. So you can't use the same delivery on, you know, A as you would on B. So do your homework on that person. If the person is receptive to singing, hell, you sing a fucking sing song. Your ass off. <laughs> did, did ass. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. So you got to do like that Luther Vandross? Or you, what you need? Johnny Gill? Or like what you need? You know what I mean, listen, yo, you need some yo, tank. Fun, funny story, bro. So <laughs> my coworkers is calling me Johnny Gill the other day, man. Right? <laughs> nah, that's a diss. <laughs> I might smack somebody in the mouth. They say that shit. Like, Hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> shit, out of nowhere, man. I was like, come on, but, but yeah, it's, it's nah. A, what's the why they calling you Johnny Gill? You gonna you nah, skip across that? Nah, nah. I, but you singing? You, nah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't singing. They, they said I was a, a romantic person. So oh, you, oh, you say you are hopeless I was, romantic? I, I, I was smooth with For it. All the and, ladies and listening, they, the truth is a hey, hopeless man, romantic. Hey, man, we we in there, man. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you flowers on your <laughs> birthday. He ain't gonna say it, but I said his DM is open. Slide right in them. Man, DM's popping. I'll send you flowers on your birthday, your half birthday. Oh, yeah, on your half birthday? <laughs> your half birthday, man. You know, whatever. All of that. But, no, nah, it's crazy, man. Just, you know, there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of people out here in unhappy relationships. And one thing, I think people are scared to be by themselves as well. That's true. People are so afraid to be by themselves. And they're much rather be with somebody that ain't shit, that doesn't make them feel any better than mm-hmm. they would by themselves. Just to say that I got a man or I got a girl, you know, and... I sit back and I, you know, we all know people like that. Yo, you know what the funny thing is? I'm, my bad to cut no, you no, off, no. but but you sparked a, a, an idea in my head, a thought in my head. We make fun of people for not getting pussy. Facts. Right. So so mm-hmm. if if you think about just a regular nigga, they're just like, all right, I, I gotta I gotta get a girl, I gotta get some pussy, just to make yourself be cool, be acceptable, you know, man. be acceptable. And it's just like I, you don't like to be honest, you you don't have to chase anything. You just gotta be, a, you just gotta be a real one. That's it. I love me some pussy, man. What you? Doing? I, I mean, I mean, look, but you ain't never chase it though. You, you know, it's it just, it's just falling your lap. You know, if you're doing your shit, yeah. I was having this it's gonna come to you. Well, you're an opportunity. But I, I feel what you're saying. You're yeah. saying like society's expectation is placed on people to act in a certain way, and yeah. you're saying maybe it should be like they, they want, they yeah. want you to be a savage. I mean, yeah, you got to be a savage in order to be like yeah. be in an in crowd or whatever. Be I was talking to my man the other day, and he was saying something that I never thought about before. Kind of piggyback back off of what you said. He said we always congratulating on our, our boys for getting new, for getting new girls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just smashed such and such, you get a dap. Oh yeah, I just was with such and such. Oh damn, she bad, you get a dap. Mm-hmm. But if a nigga come to you and be like, yo, I've been with my girl for two, three years, niggas are like, man, get the fuck out of my face. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we always congratulating niggas. Oh, you for, was. Yeah, yeah, we you always congratulate. Yeah, we congratulate niggas for getting new girls. But we don't congratulate them for actually being faithful. That's real. And you know, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. That's true. Shit. Like this is similar to like like dudes. Like when a, when a woman is getting married, she tell her friend, "Oh, you getting married again?" Yeah. Ah! yeah, shit like that, right? So like a dude, like dudes treat the shit like you got cancer or you like you fucking, going to jail. Uh, Damn, uh, uh, dog, uh, you, you out the game, bro. Yeah. You like, out the game. Niggas, be, niggas look at the ground and shit. Be like, you oh, done? Yeah, man. You sure you, you sure you ready for that? Right, yeah. yeah you you, sure. you can't go out no more, man. Yeah. No more Fridays for you, bro. They start playing that international players anthem with UGK <laughs> and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, and, and, and I think we do need to reach a point where that that's not the case, you know. But I mean, it was like going back to Chris Rock, brother, man. He he, he was like, you know, why why are we sitting here celebrating Steve Harvey? And instead of celebrating D.L. Hughley, D.L. Hughley been in what been married for what twenty five something years. Yeah. Same same shit. Yeah. So it's like, why are we you know why are we backwards, man? It's backwards. That's crazy. So what you're saying is men need to be more progressive. Is what you're. I know. Now that's what you said. That, <laughs> you you sparked oh, the thought in my head. And I mean, yo, you man I told you, you got all the facts, man. man I don't know, man. But since we're talking about this, this was a question. I don't know how long this episode is going, but you know we're just vibing, right? Vibing all day. Yo, come vibe with us, man. Please. So like. Um, this is something I've been seeing, you know, through you know through conversations that we were having, and it's, it's dealing with relationships as well, right? So the ladies might dig it, they may not. I mean, it is what it is. So I've been seeing a lot, a lot of times on social media and, and also through conversations, just like this thing that's going on that being a real man, what, what, <laughs> what, a, what a real man would do for a woman and stuff, right? It's just like you'll, you'll see like this stuff. A real man will help heal me through my past pain. <laughs> or that's a, a real man will help. Help you know, help me get to my next level, or like say I was emotionally damaged before. He'll help. So it's almost like it's just like running trend of like the Tyler Perry movie ass nigga, oh or like this God. knight in like shining armor <laughs> and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
Well, what's up with it? Like, why do we? It, it, this is interchangeable. It could be male or female. So my thing is, it's like so. Basically, what you're saying is, you may have experienced like some negative relationships that that have given you like some Correct. emotional baggage. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're walking around carrying this emotional baggage right. into your next relationship, and it's this. This individual, your expectation is this individual is supposed to help heal me through this past pain, help heal me through my past scars and my trials and tribulations. What do y'all think about that? Fuck that. Is it, should one be expected to help heal a potential mate through their past emotional baggage? Or should somebody handle that themselves and get themselves corrected or go see a therapist possibly or whatever? They take time to actually heal on their own. Instead of like throwing that on somebody else. So what what y'all think about it? I think my biggest gripe with this is if you're in a new relationship, why are you still thinking about (laughs) the old shit that happened to you? If you've decided that you're ready to move on from that last relationship and get with me, whatever you did prior to this has zero to do with me. Don't base me off of the last dude. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Say that again, please. Do not base me. Off of what you experienced with the last dude. I'm somebody completely different. So as far as me helping you to heal, I guess technically, you know, if you didn't have any trust in men because of the way you see the way that I treat you and the way I deal with you and respect you or whatever, you will, I guess, build that trust. But it's not on me to, 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 to you know, help you do that. I'm just going to be the best man that I could be and put you in the best situation that you could be in. You know what I mean? And we continue to build our relationship together. But don't that baggage from your last relationship that ain't got shit to do with that me. has nothing to do with me. Because I didn't do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Now I do know it's not something that's easily, you know, fixable. You can't just press a button and your, your damn the baggage of the emotions and shit just yeah, drop, but keep on walking. I'm not saying drop right. it, but I'm saying, but don't don't carry this don't carry this relationship like it's the last one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't the things that he did. Don't expect me to do the same exact thing. You know what I mean? Like if you if he was cheating on you all the time and you was you know and you and you have problems with me going out, like don't talk about what, what you're gonna be doing out there cheating. Like no, I'm just going out to have a good time. And, and the thing is, it's not always necessary relationships. It could be past pain brought on from their mother or their father as well. And like I can say this is interchangeable men and women. So my personal thoughts on the situation is, or in situations like that, are that I think everybody is responsible for for themselves. You know, like I said, I talked about mental health. I talked about the taboo of going to see therapists and going to see, you know, psychologists and stuff and try to develop plans of, you know, getting you back on on par of where you need to be mentally and emotionally. You know, I think we need to work on, you know, getting rid of this taboo so people are actually comfortable with going to see these specialists to get their feelings out, get their emotions out on the table and develop plans in, in order to get themselves in an emotional, stable state. Because, like, if you're walking around and you're emotionally unstable and you're just messed up based on it could be child molestation, it could be abuse, it could be, you know, sexual assault, it could be so many different things that people experience growing up. And you're not taking it upon yourself. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard to recognize that you you do have a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes to admit, like, something is wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that. With with knowledge, there is power, and then like with with insight, you should know you should be able to utilize this insight and to make make use of this insight and go do what you need to do to better yourself. Because like I said, this doesn't only even affect like relationships; it affects you know relationships at your job, your relationship with you know your boss, your relationship with whoever else. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel that it's your responsibility to go. It, it, it sounds harsh, but I don't want to say go fix yourself, but, you know, take take control of your situation and try to figure out a way in order to get your, you know, get yourself, you know, cranked, get yourself, you know, emotionally, you know, stable. Well, yeah, because we're not I'm not suited to, to do that. You know, I'm not yeah. a therapist. I'm not a right. counselor. But I will say to just to double back on what I said before, if I'm with somebody and I see that they do have some sort of damage that has been done to them, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, whether there was some molestation or some, you know, abuse from parents, yeah. like I can, as as the person that they're with, I can help empower them to exactly. recognize what they have going on and helping them go get that treatment. But me, as Gigi Luciano, I can't fix that. You know what I mean? So you can't look to me to to fix those problems, but... You can, can help them get to, I can help to where they need to be. To where, yes, yes. Right. I can help you put, recognize what the issues might be. Now, you are responsible as the person to say, you know, I need the help. I'm going to go get it. And you have to be open and receptive to your partner or whoever it is in your life that's telling you. 
Something may be wrong. Like a lot of nobody likes to receive crit criticism, constructive or destructive. You, you said it all the time. Like we don't give a fuck. You know, realistically, that's how people are. We don't. Yeah. We don't like to listen. So like, you have to be open and, re and receptive to like when somebody is telling you like, look, right. man, I think something's wrong. Like I, I think you really need to go talk to somebody. Even if it's not me, I'm not. You know, I'm not. You know, I don't have the skills to necessarily help heal you through this. But look, this this is what I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. This is. This is how I feel personally. Like when you, I feel like you're lashing out on me, or I feel like you, you, you react to me in certain manners, and that's not cool. Like if it if it continues down this path, then man, you're just not gonna work. Right. You know. So it's just like I do feel like we need to something that you know, you know, people in general, you know, can work on and just you know, just recognize that fact. So be open and receptive to that, and take you know, take control of your situation. Be accountable for even if somebody didn't, it was somebody they didn't you know you didn't do this to yourself but somebody did it to you mm -hmm. you owe it to this next individual to give them an actual fair shot in a relationship to get your get yourself together absolutely if, it, if it's affecting your new relationship right that's when it's like okay maybe i need to i really need to see what's going on here and figure it out and that's and that's where the communication comes in right because i, I think when when you got to understand whenever a person enters a relationship with a, an emotionally um, damaged person that carries that baggage, they're accepting that person and all of their baggage. So it's really, really important, really important to share your stories with that person to share. OK, if if a guy cheated, if, if I was with a girl mm -hmm. right, and a guy cheated on her in the past, it's very important for her to share that story with me so that I know, OK, you said that the guy cheated on you. Be, um, and and all you kept saying was he would go out on Friday nights to a club and stuff like that. So for me, if if I'm listening to that, how I can help facilitate and get her to a place of trusting me and trusting other people further down the line is to, OK, I know what she would think. I know what that would trigger if I kept going out on the weekends and and, and going to certain parties and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill, you know, I'm a, or I'm going to communicate with her better. And and try to explain things a little bit more up front to let her know, okay, here's where I am. It's not checking in. It's just making sure that your number one fan besides yourself mm -hmm. is good. I mean, it's that's that's it's that easy. And you, you hit the key word right there. Communication and triggering. Communicate with me and let me know what's going on so I know what triggers these feelings or these that anxiety Absolutely. or whatever the case may be. So give me the heads up, like, hey, this is what happened to me in the past because they told me this. So when I hear this, I automatically think, oh, shit, right. he's going out to do some dirt. Exactly. So at least let me know. So that way, like you said, I communicate with you better and say, hey, this is where I'm going to be. If you're looking for me and for some reason, let's say I don't answer my phone, I'm going to be with Alex or I'm going to be with yeah. Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let me know what triggers that anxiety, that feeling. So that right. way I can work my work around it. And and the person shouldn't look at that as like yo, I'm checking in. Nah. That, that's some bitch shit. Like nah, yo, just nah. you you looking yeah. out for the your yeah. your man. Like you said, I want my number one fan to be my right. girl. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got to do. I have to protect that. I have to maintain that. And whatever whatever that takes, you know what I'm saying? Hey, shit, I'll do it, man. And don't look at it as the fact that you're opening yourself up to be hurt again, or like you know, it's like. Um, I forget the term I want to use, but some people are like, damn, if I give him all this knowledge about me, he could use this in, you know, in a, a negative manner. Like, don't look at it from that perspective. Look at it as, look, you're trying to actually be involved in a successful relationship. And in order for it to be successful, there's certain information that you need to give up. Because if you don't give up, you're going to be getting pissed off and he's not going to know why you're pissed off. Right. So looking like, what? why is she always snapping? Like, what's like? Right. And if he don't know that this is triggering some past emotion that's really, you know, affecting you. It's just like y'all are just a lost cause. So, right. man, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, if you want change, if you want somebody to treat you differently, if you want something to work, open your fucking mouth, talk about <laughs> it. Like it's that yeah. simple, man. Yeah. You can't yeah. be scared, even if even if I know that the the response is going to be a one that I don't want to hear. I still want you to say it. I still want you to talk to me so that we're on the same page. That's all it is. I agree with you, man. Yeah, was, man. So. That was a good topic, man. We, we probably should dive a little bit deeper on today. Yeah, man. Send us your questions, man, to the yeah. the yes. to the social media pages, man. Can can I get it out there at, at the PNB Pod? You know, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. We we coming at you live, man. That's yeah, make sure that like if you got any questions, family, just send us the question. If you want us to clarify a little statement or something that we say on air, or you want us to delve into another topic or something a little bit more, and if you want to give your your insight or something, or if you want to be a guest. Or if you want to be a bartender when the pours and do say, uh, or you or you got a music suggestion, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like just you know, send us the you know the info at the 
at the PNB pod and uh, we'll take and, it into consideration and make moves. And speaking about corrections, uh, one of my listeners, I won't say the name, they definitely hit me up this week and they said, hey, Geech, you were wrong about something. So I definitely want to give you a shout out. I want to make the correction. So I think it was two episodes ago where we were talking about the, uh, the deferred, the DACA mm-hmm. thing. I said that, you know, people, the kids that qualify were born in America. I misspoke. Once again, y'all know me. I don't care about facts. I just talk. <laughs> but no, I definitely want to make a mistake. The, the DACA, you, you know, care about that facts because yeah, you correct me. Because I correct myself, right? Exactly. So all that people that qualify for DACA, they weren't born here in the U.S. So I definitely want to uh, shout out that person that corrected me. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, they came here as as young kids. See, we we we, we all speak the truth, man. That's 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 why we here. That's why I'm here. We speak the truth yeah. loud and clear. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So like with all that being said, man, I think we can get into the keynote topic. Of this damn pod, pardon my bullshit. Part of my bullshit. Is there anything that you guys want to get off your chest? I know we got something. Get you, you got to go first. What's man. your vent? Listen, all right, man. My part of my bullshit this week is about the Metropolitan Police Department. So I came back from vacation. <laughs> is this Washington, D.C.? Washington, D.C. You know what I mean? I came back from vacation and I opened up my mailbox. It was filled with all kind of crap, right? But most of it is like you know, coupons and ripping through them, just throwing stuff in the mail. And I see an envelope and it says, Notice of infraction. That's it. God it's damn. My, Here we go again. Man. I, I'm thinking, all right, a little $50 ticket. You know what I mean? I can't. I remember seeing the camera flash when I drove past it, but I didn't, think, I didn't look at how fast I was going. I was like, all right, $50. I opened up the envelope and it says I was going 60 to 20 miles over. I was on Branch Avenue Southeast. It says I was going 42 into 25, and my ticket is $150. They got me with a hundred dollar ticket recently too. It's no, bullshit. Too, man. It's bullshit. Last week. It's absolute bullshit. These niggas is charging so much. hundred dollars. And it says if it is, if I don't pay it by the double. tenth, it doubles to three hundred. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, as many potholes are in DC, as many schools are fucked up. Y'all gonna tell me what are they doing with this money? What are they doing with this money? I, they building new houses, gentrifying. Most of the you know the areas I, and shit. I don't know. Absolutely insane. I can't even. Traffic's I still can't bad. Even, Parking is non-existent. Even worse. Yeah, I can't even fight this one. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, they clocked me and there was a camera. But one hundred fifty dollars. This is bullshit. That's my part of my bullshit this week, man. Fuck the metropolitan. How do you fight tickets, man? I know people that talk about they they've actually fought. Some of those those damn cameras, like it's like there's some of that shit need to be recalibrated. And that's I think that's you the know? approach that you have to take. You probably have to go in there and ask them when was the last time they calibrated it or whatever. And then they're probably gonna make up some shit. So we did it. We did it yesterday. We have records of us doing it. Right. But 150 dollars for supposedly going 16 miles over. That's that's BS. That is absolute BS, man. That's almost what ten dollars a damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. And it seems it just seems like there's more of me more of these going on today. I just had one. I went to a volunteer day with our with our company and on the way there I got a hundred dollar <laughs> one. I, I had one on K Street one time too. Going, Son, like I got K one Street on K Street last down, week. When you're going out into Georgetown, you going to, I had another. That was one fifty. It's just BS, man. They They're putting up more. And it is is DC and Maryland has so many cameras, bro. It's crazy. So it's, many. It's crazy, man. I'm tired of this. This is ridiculous. The parking tickets are ridiculous. The metro I, system is messed up. You don't want to yeah, ride the that, metro, so you're driving. Yeah. Shit, you, you, you care about your life. A lot of yeah. times you don't want to jump on the metro metro train because you got fires yeah. on the train, people dying on the train. Yeah. And if you're going to be stuck in the train for 45 minutes to an hour and shit, yeah. then you, you drive it, getting you on that end, yeah. too. And they told me this $150 is going to go towards buying a laptop or a computer for a school somewhere. Cool. But I don't know what they're doing with this shit, Nothing. man. It's $150. This is ridiculous. Part of my bullshit. But Metropolitan Police Department, y'all get the fuck out of here. Man, I'm going to piggyback off that for part of my bullshit. You mentioned the D.C. Metro and shit. I'm going to hit on two things, parking and the Metro, bro. So parking in D.C., parking anywhere in this area, people charge too fucking much for parking, (laughs) man. Like, yo, if I go out at nighttime and I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm looking for a place to park. If I don't get there early enough to get one of those fucking one of five free parking spots <laughs> on the street, man. They trying to charge me 20, 30, 40 bucks to park for three hours. That's crazy. Three hours, though? Is, is that the dynamic parking joint? They started that? Nah, the Ethiopians, man. The Ethiopians yeah. got the parking Oh, you talking about the parking garage? The, the parking garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have the little bullshit-ass parking oh, lot. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. why I always say, man, yeah, I got to invest in parking lots because all you got to do is put up a fucking fence and, and a, um, a couple, mechanical couple, arm. Couple, couple, you don't yeah, yeah, need an employee and yeah. just tell people, yo, $10 to park. East Africans it's, run 
on those joints, bro. Easy. They run. They shut whole Caked DC up. parking down. Caked up. It, it's not just DC. It's a lot of cities. It's like Latitude. really, yo, yeah. Baltimore the same way. Yo, it's everywhere, man. When I was living in Atlanta, it was like those parking lots over there. Is the East exactly. Atlanta, they're killing boys. it. They're killing, killing it. the game. It's it's easy money, man. And, um, and all you gotta do is put on the back of your ticket that you're not liable for any damages and shit, and you good. You good. And that, that's that's gravy. And then to continue it, the DC Metro, man, that shit is some trash. Absolutely. They have all these ads, commercials, all these uh, promotions and shit saying how they're back to good and back to being better. And, and that's their slogans and shit like that. That shit is still trash. Like they, they say they've invested in, in putting Wi-Fi on the, uh, on the platforms. That shit is not there. They, they've invested into 2,000 new cars. That shit ain't still not there. You know where that shit is? It's, it's, it's in the high-tax districts. Son. I bet you they're joining like the Silver Line. I bet you it's like where so, the big so, money is. So that's, that's funny. That's I, was, I was riding the Green Line last night. Right, it's all, all old metro cars, mm, right? Nah, and that that blue line came past me. That joint mm. was brand new. I was yeah. sitting in that joint like my my yo. I know. I used to ride the blue line a lot and shit. Our shit wasn't hitting on that when I was riding. Oh, that, so that right shit, now that, it's probably that shit better is than brand new. Like got the new cars. They got the digital technology. All that shit. Oh, they got man. a couple joints on the green line too, but you rarely oh, yeah. see them. But. It, Metro's overall trash. It's just, it's just trash, man. And the prices went up. Yo, it's like five twenty to park. Like it closes earlier. It closes like one a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays it's now. Not twenty four seven. Not twenty four seven. The prices went up. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm spending like fifteen, damn near twenty bucks a day, a day, stupid, <laughs> just to get back and forth to work. Man, that's seventy five bucks a week. That's crazy. You know what the, I mean? Three hundred. Three hundred a month. The, the the best shit ever to me is if like. They would like let you use your smart trip benefit for like Lyft and Uber. Yeah. Like if you got like a you work for a company oh, that's smart coming. trip car, and I've been yelling that for the longest, bro. Like, cause I got some money on my, cause I don't, I'm not riding the metro right now. Wait, if you, if y'all listening to this and Uber takes your idea, man, I'm coming. For, I've I'm, actually I'm I've coming actually, for you in their net, cause I've actually emailed this to some Uber representatives oh, before. That's like, lit. Look, that's lit. You need to like, and you know, Metro's not gonna. That's that's losing money from Metro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if there was some way they could connect. Like your car to like the um, that smart trip benefit car that's connected to Washington D.C. metropolitan whatever the fuck that mm-hmm. shit's called to like Uber or your Lyft account that would be so dope because I would. wouldn't can't spend ride the metro no more. So I was hearing that you know? some fir- some firms the there's their uh, transportation benefit. They're allowing you to use them, but it's only for the pool. So you had to do Uber or Lyft pool where you okay. put like the, was it like $135 of pay yeah. period or whatever, pre-tax. Mm-hmm. You, they, you can use that, but it's, like I said, it's towards the pool. It's not towards like your single rides or whatever right. the case may I'm be. I'm fine with that. Man, that's even cheaper. Right, you know, yeah. Like you know. But yeah, man, you know, I'm going to totally switch topics for my party my bullshit today. Man. Get it off your chest. You guys, man. y'all from this area, so y'all going to get mad at me, but I got to go at your boys next. Mr. PG County, Kevin motherfucking Durant. Hey, man, look, this motherfucker's look, on, a goddamn cupcake, bro. I'm from what Baltimore. the fuck is wrong with this dude, bro? I'm, I'm from Baltimore. He's Maryland, man. though. It's, yeah, it's different. It's different, nigga. You either from Maryland or you from Baltimore. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, that's bruh. real. So right? this dude, like, this dude, like. He ain't brush his hair. Wait, fuck, this, this nigga <laughs> shit. You, you know those little ice cream cones with the goddamn chocolate tops and them Sunday cones? Was it Nestle? Who makes those joints, man? Why this man, like, all these millions of dollars, bro? Like, brush your hair, man. Like, that, that wasn't my shit, but, like, damn, that shit just look retarded, man. Like, yeah. it's crazy. You know, I guess it don't matter. But anyway, like, so this dude, right, goes to Golden State. Which was a bitch move in my opinion. Oh my Pe- god! People gonna say what they gonna want to say about nah, he it. Now he won right? a championship. So, yo. so like, congratulations. And the thing yeah. is, though, he won a championship. You won Finals MVP. Yeah. No, no matter you, you, you join a 73 win team. It is what it is. I understand it is that it is. it's business, right? You would think like, okay, when you saw Jordan winning championships, he was happy as a motherfucker. When you saw Shaq and Kobe winning championships, they was happy. I want more championships. They're happy. They went out and partied. When you saw LeBron James winning championships, he's emotional. He's crying. He's like the best shit ever. It's almost like the, mm-hmm. the, the birth of his first child or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant won the goddamn championship. This whole offseason, he been bitching. He been on Twitter and shit, clapping back at Twitter followers. Instead of, like, going out, like, having a good time, he up here creating, like, fake damn Twitter accounts. And then, like, people come to, why did you leave OKC? Saying, because he didn't like the head coach. And the only people that was, that played basketball good on his team was him and Russell, him and uh, Russell Westbrook. And then when, they, when he gets exposed for that, yeah, obviously he had a fake Twitter account. He forgot to, like, switch the Twitter accounts or whatever. 
He comes out and says, man, I haven't eaten and slept in two days. You that's know what I'm saying? I just, corny, I've been so that's depressed. The corny, that's the corniest like, shit dude, like, I feel like he's, I feel like he's been more, Kevin Durant was never like a vocal dude, or at least they wasn't quoting him like that. Now he's one, he's just like, he's just so damn vocal. His just vi- so, vibe is off. Yeah. Nobody, nobody can fuck with him. It, it's not it's, marketable. To me, it seemed like a couple, it just has been a couple years now where he just seems to be taking like that villain approach. And I don't know where it was. They don't need I don't, I don't know, yeah. hey, I don't know where that came from. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I, I stopped calling him his name, man. He's 35 to me. You know what I mean? Like, as a as a huge Washington Wizards fan, you know what I mean? Like, I love the Wizards to death. I almost love him as much as my family. You know what I'm saying? When this fool didn't even come to visit the Wizards over the last offseason and say, you know what I'm saying, let's check out the facilities. Let's at least take a meeting with the owner or whatever. You know, it is my home team. I, I talk about PG. I talk about DC so much. You know what I mean? But this fool didn't even – didn't even consider coming to sign here. You know what I'm saying? He went and straight. And, and DC, nice. The, D- all they needed was a three. Him, all they needed was a three. All they needed was a three. All they needed was a three. They had Paul Pierce and they made it to the playoffs. This fool ran out west to go win a championship with Golden State. Like, to me, that's just some sucker shit. I can't respect him and for then, that. And then he, he joined the team that whooped his ass. That's equivalent to, like, a, you was you was getting bullied as a kid or some shit. Dudes whooped your ass, and you just like, man, fuck, I'm just going to join these kids. But niggas you know do it all the time. That's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. You still yeah, a they, sucker. They, you still they, a sucker. They, they whoop your ass. You a sucker. You still a sucker. Kevin Durant's a sucker. You create a, fake, you create a fake Twitter to talk shit about your former coach and your former team. What kind of man is that? You a sucker for that. I can't respect that. Somebody's going to snuff him that, in man. the locker rooms, man. I can't, I can't respect that. If you're going to talk shit, talk shit from your personal account. You know what I'm saying? But you create a fake one just so it look a little better. Man, he a ho ho, man. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, that's wow. That's soft that. as shit, man. I can't respect that. That's 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 what them DC niggas do, you know. Man, don't, that PG yeah, shit. Don't do that, man. Don't look this way, But yo, check this out though, man. It was a good episode, you know, as always, you know. You know, we're gonna end this episode on a good note. You know, we had a good time today. The vibes, uh, man. The vibes is good. So, like, I want to end this with the vibe of the day. I was just checking out this one song by your boy Ty Dollar Sign. Had this song called Dawson's Creek. Let's let that ride. Y'all check it out. And until we got it, the truth, again. man. We out. Hey, man. Part of my bullshit. We coming, man. Yeah. I got a brand new cool. Uh, I got a brand new ride. Yeah. I got a brand new ball. Uh, for my action part. Yeah. I got a brand new cool. Yeah. I got a brand new ride. I got a brand new boo, yeah. With my ex bitch in park. Uh, I bet that bitch in park, yeah. I bet that bitch in park. Uh, I bet that bitch in park, yeah. I bet that bitch in park. My bitch looking like ooh, your bitch looking like nah, nah. I bet that bitch in park, yeah. I bet that bitch in park. Hello, this. I don't know you, host. Hello, this. Hold up, I'm changing clothes. Got a main chick. She like no new hoes. I speak the language, but I don't know you, bro. Job top freak, and she flossing. Ice on creek, like I'm Dawson. She gon' hit the stage, Betty tossing. Swimming in a wave, I got lost. In. I got a brand new coat, uh, I got a brand new road, yeah. I got a brand new boat.